Good morning and welcome to morning prayers. I would ask you to rise if you are able and join me in reciting the psalm number one found on page one of your black Appleton Psalter. We will read responsibly. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, no, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in season, his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous.
Good morning. I would like to speak this morning from the theme of service and sacrifice. Every time I look upon the walls of the Memorial Church, I'm inspired. I'm inspired by the 1,113 names engraved upon its walls. Men and women who paid the ultimate price in World Wars I and II, Korea and Vietnam. Men like Lieutenant Robert Satterley Hulbert, Harvard class of 1929 and Harvard Medical School class of 1938. On March 25, 1944, he was the Navy medical officer aboard USS Halligan when the ship struck a mine just west of Okinawa. One surviving officer said of Lieutenant Herbert, everyone came to Bob when in trouble, mental or physical, and he always provided necessary words of comfort. We all had the greatest confidence in his medical skill. He stood watch on duties that were not required of him. He had one of the greatest curiosities and most genuine interest in all that went about him, and I have never seen another man like him. There are so many other similar stories. Accounts of heroism, selflessness, and sacrifice pervade those walls. And as a grandson and son of military veterans, I have my own stories that I could share. Stories that impress. Stories that inspire. But just because I am impressed and inspired by parts of history does not mean that I must remain oblivious to other aspects of history. As President Drew Faust reminded us yesterday, history has many dimensions. Some parts beautiful and sublime, and some parts tragic and painful. For instance, while Lieutenant Hurlbut was serving nobly in the Pacific, something nefarious was taking place on another continent that summer. The U.S. Army executed Private Lewis Till, an African-American from Missouri. No details were released from his case. It was immediately sealed, in fact. His wife, Mrs. Mamie Till, simply received a telegram from the Army saying that her husband died of the crime of willful misconduct. Details of Private Till's death only came to light 10 years later in 1955 during the trial of Roy Bryant and J.W. Milam two white Mississippi men charged with the gruesome murder of Lewis Till's son, Emmett Till. Bryant and Millam shot the 14-year-old through the skull and dropped his body in a river with a cotton gin fan tied around his neck. Till's indiscretion was allegedly accepting a pubescent dare from his cousin who he was visiting. He was down from Chicago. His crime, he whistled at Roy Bryant's wife, Carolyn. But during the trial, segregationist Mississippi senators James Eastland and John Stennis acquired Private Till's sealed service record and released it to the media. Private Till, 
the well-known, charismatic, and known serial philanderer, was said to have murdered an Italian woman and raped two others. For this crime, he was hung by a tree by the U.S. Army. And for this crime, the media framed young Emmett Till as the spawn of a serial rapist, the evil seed of those who crave white feminine flesh. Thus, Bryant and Malam were held up as protectors of Southern law and order, acquitted on all charges, even as they received $4,000 a few months later to provide the details of their murder to a magazine. This is proof. Our history is complicated. Our history is full of inspirational moments and unjust realities, beauty and pain, social progress and willful obstruction, loving compassion and extreme injustice. This is who we are as a nation. We are an exhibit of contradictions and while it's easy and comforting to smooth over these contradictions, it's also dangerous. And also, while it's easy to view life along an either-or binary, such as you are with us or against us, this makes life simple for some, but it's morally vacuous. This is the very definition of an ideology, an imaginary way of addressing the very real material conditions. And it's the exact opposite of this institution's motto of veritas, the truth. I suspect this is why the Greek in Greek mythology, Aletheia, the goddess of truth, based upon the Roman goddess Veritas, it's why she was often depicted naked, holding up a mirror. For until we have the courage to bear ourselves fully and look upon both our beauty and our imperfections, we will continue to hide behind the mass of our own imaginations the price of our culture, and the price of our professed patriotism is a lie. These are the reasons, my friend, that I've supported and I have embraced a new sports hero this week. His name is Colin Kaepernick. He's the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. He's drawn the ire of many sports fans this season because he remained seated silently on the bench during the singing of the Star Spangled Banner. His aim is to call attention to the unjust policing of communities of color and how very few are being held accountable for the deaths of unarmed citizens at the hands of police officers. Some have called him anti-police as if it's not possible to be a supporter of the police and anti-police brutality at the same time. Some have called him anti-American, as if it's not possible to appreciate one's country and raise a voice against injustice. Even when asked about the claims of disrespecting the military, Kaepernick expressed quite eloquently this week, I have grave respect for the men and women that have fought for this country, he said. They fight for freedom. They fight for people. They fight for liberty and justice. They fight for everyone. 
but that's not happening. And therefore, people are dying in vain because this country isn't holding up their end of the bargain. It's not giving freedom and justice to everybody. Here at Harvard, here at Harvard, we encourage our students to stand up for what they believe as well-informed, compassionate, moral citizens, citizens who promote justice and mercy. Here at Harvard, we encourage students to sacrifice comfort and convenience in their time in order to stand on the side of right for all time. And as a nation, we lionize figures like Muhammad Ali and LGBTQ leaders of Stonewall like Marsha Johnson and Sylvia Rivera for their courage to buck convention in their time. And too many of us grow silent in our time. This is why I want everyone to know that I stand in solidarity with Mr. Kaepernick today. I am not interested in affectatious claims of patriotism. There is not a song beautiful enough that should make us ignore the blues of America's oppressed. Nor is there a flag big enough to cover up this nation's injustices. But true patriotism, True patriotism involves having the courage to place the United States of America under the microscope of moral indignation. This is when we are fulfilling our duty as mature, responsible, and morally engaged citizens. And this is when we are accepting the civic obligations of true patriots. For the true lover of this country, is willing to rebuke the nation when it's wrong and do all that is in its power to make it right. Not by ignoring or excusing its sins, but by bringing the nation's sins out in the open. So if this means sitting down during the Star Spangled Banner to draw attention to injustices, so be it. Maybe one day, all citizens of this nation just might be able to sing the Star Spangled Banner and actually believe it. Let us join together in praying the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Please rise if you are able and join in singing Morning Glory, Starlit Sky, found in the back of your order of worship.
receive now the benediction. Into the day we are called by the Holy of Holies to live out the blessed life we have been given. In every moment of this day, remember, God's light shines in the darkness, and you are bearers of that light. Blessed be. Amen. Amen.